Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanet III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the seminal series, The Hills, from MTV. Today, we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 17. Once a player, Ellipsis. Yes, Ellipsis. We've got the Ellipsis back, which is always exciting. It's a dramatic one. Anything about the recap? Uh, no, dumb. They show a bunch of Justin, Bobby, and Audrina shit, which is stupid because... They're allegedly done forever. Um, we get a little bit of Spidey wedding foreshadowing and a little bit of Elsie and Brody, which is foreshadowing for this episode. Right. I like that Lauren said, I knew that Brody liked me, but I wasn't sure if he was boyfriend material or something to that effect. Yeah. Oh, really? You knew he liked you? Okay. And he likes you as a friend. You definitely have great friend chemistry. Ding dong. Yeah. Yeah. But we dive in at lunch with Brody. Yes. And they get into a debate about what color Lauren's eyes are. And Lauren says they're blue, and I'm sorry, I'm team height, team Brody. He said they're green. Yeah. And not only do they look green in that episode, but later on, they're fucking green. Yeah. Like, her eyes are green. Yeah. What also always surprises me, and this is not only true to Lauren Conrad, but I think just, like, with beautiful celebrities in general, is probably how often they stare at themselves. Like, she says, no, they're blue with a tiny bit of yellow around the iris and blue. And she goes into great detail <laughs> about the color of her own eyes. And I, all I could tell you about my eyes is that they're blue. Well, and I guess that would make sense <laughs> because yellow and blue make green. So if there was a little bit of yellow around the iris, maybe that's why they're appearing green to the rest of us peons. <laughs> she, she sits in the mirror and just stares lovingly into her own of, eyes. Of course she does. Yeah. So Lauren mentions that she's having a Halloween party at the apartment. Mm-hmm. After Brody asks her, have you heard from Jen Bunny lately? Is this just a running joke between them now? Have you heard from Jen Bunny lately? Oh, I thought she said Jen Bunny was coming and he was like, oh, maybe I can hang out with Jen Bunny. It was after he asked. Oh. Yeah. I guess so. He well, I think he really funny. does want to bang Jen Bunny. I thought he already did. I know, but like been there once, why not have it again? Okay. Well, she explains that Jen is coming to Halloween and he says, oh, okay. And Lauren says, yeah, you can hang out. And they have another kind of awkward silence about it. And then Brody does completely look past Lauren and his head swivels like he's watching somebody walk by and he says, little cuties over there. He, he does it <laughs> numerous times. He does it numerous and times. And I'm assuming that this is all like the producers being like, all right, this scene, check out some ladies. Because it was egregious. Like, I'm, there's no way that was real. I could also see that being real. They just didn't correct him. They didn't say, pay attention to Lauren. Like, I've just been out with, like, straight guy friends of mine who who gives a shit if they're, like, rubber-decking every woman that walks by. And even they don't do that. Like, it's just yeah. weird. Yeah. It, it was... He I mean, was, when have you been with anyone when they're like... Dah! I mean, it was like a, like a cartoon. Yeah, it was. I, I bet some guys are capable. I mean, it, it would have been less... It would have been more subtle if his cartoon eyes hadn't popped out of his head. And had hearts and his on His giant the tongue came out of his mouth and fell on the ground. I mean, that's pretty much what was going on. <laughs> yeah, well, I still liked his little song. Yeah. Little Cuties over mm-hmm. there. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so then we go to Teen Vogue. And we haven't seen Whitney in a while either. No, we really haven't. I was happy to see her back. Me too. And Lauren again mentions the Halloween party. And that they're having at the apartment, and that Audrina invited a guy. Woo! Lauren is so happy Justin Bobby's not gonna be around for a little while. I can't I can't disagree with her. I'm I'm sort of happy for a break from JB. So 
Whitney asks what's going on with Brody. Have they been spending time together? Have they been hanging out? And you guys should go as a couple's costume. And Lauren says, please, Brody would go as a couple's costume with Frankie before he ever would with me. And they both laugh because they know it's true. And then they discuss numerous costumes for them to wear. Dumb and Dumber, as, Night uh, at the Roxbury. Yes. Yeah. Those are the only two. Yeah. Um, and then I thought it was interesting because Whitney keeps trying to push this Brody thing, which is dumb because yeah. she's her friend and knows there's nothing there. Yep. But she says, I can really sense some chemistry between you two. Well, we all can because they're good friends. Like it's friendship chemistry. It's not dating chemistry. Right. And so when Whitney says what's going on with that, Lauren says, well, Brody loves his ladies. You know, I'm not going to convince myself that I'm the only one. And Whitney agrees and says, yeah, you're not one out of a million. That's not, that's not what you should be. Which is very sweet yeah. way to say it, but it's also, it's all fake. So <laughs> then we go to Heidi and Spencer's apartment. And again, Stephanie is there, right? Yes. And this is Shea when Mom Stephanie, and Stephanie is there. And Stephanie's talking to Heidi. And Heidi, for the first time in a real long time, makes a ton of sense. And Stephanie looks horrified because... Heidi just says, like, oh my gosh, I don't know if your brother told you this, but we got in a really big fight about the wedding the other day, and he stormed off and didn't come back. He, like, spent the night somewhere else. I think they're his parents, I guess. Because he didn't have any friends left. Um, well, this is their fight from episodes ago where he did spend the yeah. night at his oh, parents' yeah. house. And it was a while back. So this whole plot is a little out of order as far as they're concerned. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, and... She says, you know, I just really, this is all stressing me out. And I'm, I'm thinking maybe we should wait. Like maybe this is just all going too fast. Like I feel like I've pressured him into the big wedding and he pressured me into marrying him. And what's the harm in waiting? Like I love him. He loves me. Like we're young. What's the big deal if we just like wait a little bit longer for the actual wedding? Now, you would think anyone on planet Earth other than Spencer would be like, wow, that is so insightful and smart of you. Maybe we should wait a little... I mean, great. Maybe you should wait a little bit longer. Get everything worked out. You don't have to rush. You're young. Not the sheep rat, because she is the sheep rat. And she was like, what? Yeah, of course. I also liked that Heidi said to Stephanie, well, I know you know Spencer better than anyone. They're really making this brother-sister thing happen, and I don't think that's the case at all. Especially because we're in season three of this television show, and she's just now shown up. Yeah. And she's not only Spencer's bestest sibling in the whole world, but Heidi's best friend now. Yeah. Do they have other siblings? Is it just the two of them? I think it's just the two of them. I'd have to look it up for sure, but I think it's just the two of them. Okay. But they're really selling this, like, best friend, best sister angle thing. For sure. Yeah. It's a bit much. So... Anything else about Heidi being insightful? I agree. No, I mean, I just thought that, like, I mean, once in a blue moon, Heidi will make sense and be insightful, and this was one of those times. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it actually, come back to bite her the ass, but... Yeah, it is interesting to me, watching the scene, because it was out of order, where they chose to introduce Stephanie, because I actually would have preferred that she was introduced in this context, of this post-fight... I don't know what to do about our wedding like she was right now, but instead they chose to lead with that stuff with the opera and her fighting Brody and Lauren. Yeah, I mean, it would have been right. Because clearly this came first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I would have enjoyed Heidi kind of having a comforting person after that fight more than someone to fight her battles at opera. But whatever. So then we're at the Halloween party. And I think it's really weird that they're having it at the house. Me too. 
I mean, Halloween is a big club promoting night. Like all of them either make club appearances for money or promote for clubs for money. Like Frankie Delgado, like yeah. for to be at someone's house, a huge monetary opportunity missed. It just seems strange. It, yeah, I agree. And I also found it strange. They have a smoke machine indoors in an apartment. I've been to Halloween parties at houses that have had smoke machines. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah. And they're also playing beer pong inside, which is not that bad, but I feel like they have carpet. They do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, I guess when you're rich, it doesn't matter about... Maybe they put something down. Maybe. Like towels around the floor. Who knows? Don't they have a balcony? Isn't that where you would play? Oh, I don't, it's just, I don't think their balcony is big enough for beer pong. Oh, I don't know. I feel like Spencer's and Heidi's balcony is because they have a big balcony. But I think that Lauren and Audrina's balcony is just like a normal size one. And beer pong is like long. Yeah. I still would not have beer pong indoors with a white sofa. Oh, me neither. No. But yeah, they're risking it. So I wrote down some of the costumes that we have mm-hmm. in the crowd. Audrina is dressed as Madonna. Pretty good. Yeah. With the lace fingerless gloves and the blonde wig. Audrina's sister is dressed as Red Riding Hood. Also pretty good. Lauren is dressed as a flapper. Yep. Which, <laughs> Lauren Conrad only does Halloween costumes that are pretty, by the way, which surprises none of you. And she was just recently featured in People or Us magazine. I forget which one. I was at an appointment and I saw it. In honor of her new book about throwing parties, which is called Celebrate, I think. It is, yeah. Yeah. She did a little spread about different things that you could do for Halloween, and the costume she suggested was a flapper. Maybe it's her go-to. They must have been And people. I think she's wearing paper crown and fishnets and, like, coal shoes. It's, like, all her own stuff. It must have been people, because I get Us Weekly, and I would have remembered that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there are not one, but two ladybugs. And a bee. And a bee. Yeah. Whitney is a ladybug, and so is Jen Bunny. Yeah. I couldn't see who the bee was. Um, but you're missing the most important information about this goddamn party is that Brody shaved his head. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I have it as a later note. Yeah. Shaved I, his head. I like him with a shaved head. I do too, but he just looks really dreamy with the hair. Brody's got a dreamy face though. He does, but I feel like a lot of people can't pull off longish hair. Like that shaggy hair. Mm. And he so can. Like anyone can pull off a shaved head. Really? Yeah, most people can pull off a shaved head. I mean, I will. I always defer to you on hair, but I think you need to have a very handsome face to have a shaved head. Yeah. I mean, anyone can do it. I'm saying who can still look beautiful with it? I think it's easier to look beautiful with a shaved head than long, like, moppy hair. I, I, mean, I will take your word for it, but I still think Brody is a total dreamboat. And I oh, of course, but I just... R.I.P. hair. That's all I'm saying. R.I.P. Well, hair. <laughs> Knowing the way they edit the show, it'll be back next episode. <laughs> <True. laughs> um, so Lauren and Jen are playing beer pong against We Don't See Who. And Lauren sinks the last cup, which is always very gratifying. And she yells to Brody, who's making himself a cocktail in the kitchen, that they won. And Brody raises like a shot to them and says, Lauren, Jen, good job. Way to go, ladies. And Jen, <laughs> Jen Bunny gets so confused and she just points at herself with like a puzzled look on her face says but we just won (laughs) and Brody said I know Jen what do you think I'm saying good job for (laughs) well and in your list of costumes you forgot to say what Brody and Frankie are wearing oh I was gonna let you dive into that okay (laughs) 
But Brody and Frankie are dressed as Batman and Robin. Yes. And Brody is the Robin. Yes. That's false. That was backwards. Maybe um, Frankie's older. And that's why they did it that way. Now, here's where things get Frankie real. Frankie is definitely the pesky sidekick, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, here's where things get <laughs> real interesting. So I thought Mayor <laughs> B had showed it to me. But someone else did it. Are you, oh, actually, you know what? I'm totally lying. It wasn't you. So I talk over Snapchat with this fellow named Matthew, who is a fan of the podcast. Hello, Matthew, if you're out there. He lives in California. Hello, Matthew. Um, and I can't remember. We were talking about Brody and talking about Brody's penis size. And we were, I was guessing as to what I thought it was. And he was saying, I said, I thought it was probably average. And he said, oh, no, 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 you haven't seen the pictures. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like, (laughs) Google the pictures of him and his Robin costume. So I immediately did. And it's really impressive. But now I have this whole conspiracy theory on it. But first, I'm going to show Mirabi the picture. All right. If you are listening to this podcast, pause it immediately and just Google Brody Jenner bulge. It will come up right away. (laughs) I have pulled it up in anticipation. What do you mean? No apps. I pulled it up. Oh, damn it. Okay. Here we go. All right. Um, I had it all ready to go and then I accidentally like deleted it, I guess. Okay. So here is the picture. (laughs) Is it just zoomed in on his bulge? Oh, I do remember this. Okay. Okay. So. Wow. Okay. But now here I have something to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you, when you guys Google it, like it's, and it's definitely from that party and here's another one of him and Frankie together. Yeah. Okay, so it's definitely from the same party, for sure. But, and it looks like he has a huge dick. And definitely a hard-on, too, I believe. So, here's the thing. In this party, he and Frankie leave early. And he goes to hug Lauren and says, Oh, you got me a little excited there. I think it's a fake dick. I think part of his haha funny costume is that he's got, like, a dildo down there. Well, I was just going to say, did you see that Frankie's also looks kind of large and is curved the opposite way of Brody's? Oh, I didn't think Frankie's looked large at all. No, in the picture of the two of them, though... No, let's... No, but look at how they're both pointing opposite ways. Are they wearing two fake dicks? Well, I was looking at this wrinkle here. It's not as bad as Brody's. Yeah, no. I think it's just Brody. But I think he's wearing... I think part of his costume was, like, a dildo. Maybe. Because that, that would make sense when he was like, oh, you got me a little excited there. And they, Lauren was kind of like, ah, like, and everyone looks down, like, it would be part of the joke. Yeah, and it is kind of funny to make fun of Batman and Robin by wearing a fake dong. Yeah, so I originally was super excited. And Matthew, if you're out there listening, I think it's fake. Share, share your thoughts on yeah, Twitter. I think Let it's fake. Know. I think it's fake. I hope not, but. I hope not, too. But, like, until I noticed the whole giggling and you got me excited thing, I was like, oh, that would make sense if yeah. he was wearing a fake dick. And I feel like Brody probably would do that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so the other person we get to meet at this Halloween party is Audrina's date, but also now husband, Corey Bohan. And he is Australian. He also has moppy hair going on. He does, yeah. He- dressed as a sailor. He's dressed as a sailor, like an old school sailor, which mm-hmm. is kind of cute. They still dress like that. Oh yeah, I guess they do. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched, um, Hail Caesar. Was it good? I want to see that. I wouldn't say it was good. Oh. But Channing Tatum has a like 10 minute scene dressed like that. So that's where my mind went. Um, 
And Corey's very cute. I find him very, very attractive, but he has a big, ugly, like, black-colored lip ring that's so off-center. So bad. Yeah. And he's since gotten rid of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. And I, I get it. It was the early 2000s. He's a BMX rider, but... Night. Well, the other issue with it is, um, I had a coworker, she got rid of hers that had one too. And I, hers didn't bother me as much, but part of the reason I find his troubling is the ring isn't flush with his lip. Like there was a lot of space between the ring and his lip, which would really get in your way if you were eating, talking, kissing, whatever. Like it, it wouldn't have bothered me as much if it was like the hole was lower and, or if the ring was smaller and it was flush with his lip, but it was terrible. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Um, well, and also when someone has it to the side too, it, it just, you can't help it. It'll pull one part of your lip down a little bit because there's a little bit of weight on one side of your lip. Yeah. Yeah. He's still, he's still very handsome, but the lip ring has got to go. So then the next morning we are still at the villas and Audrina and Lauren are talking about the Halloween party. Oh, and there was a lot of, I forgot to say, we talked about Brody and Frankie leaving. There was a lot of Lauren being like, oh, they're leaving, fake disappointed, fake sad. Yeah. Um, so, the, and I believe the cleanup actually was next day unless MTV came over and staged some booze bottles and Halloween bowls around. Yeah, no, Audrina was putting booze back in the freezer. Yeah, I so. think it really actually was the next day. Yep. Um, and again, there, Lauren is upset that Brody and Frankie left early and had somewhere else to be. And she, she sort of says it is what it is, but she looks noticeably sad about it. Yeah. And then she says, but on a happy note, everybody loves Corey. And so they have this nice exchange about how Corey actually talks to people and is actually nice to people and is actually curious about people. And what I wrote in my notes was, we get it, Elsie, JB, um, is a dick. Yeah. Like we, I mean, it was just so... She did everything but say, like, he is the polar opposite of Justin Bobby, and I hate Justin Bobby. <laughs> well, she says it better later. Yeah, she does. But, but I, I also like that Audrina said, yeah, he made an effort. Yeah. When a guy likes you, he probably should make a little effort. Showing up to a party where he gets to hook up with you and say hello to a few of your friends first, that shouldn't be that challenging. Now, do we know where they met? <clears throat> did she ever say that? No. I did notice throughout the episode he was wearing a Red Bull hat. And I know a lot of BMX riders are sponsored by Red Bull. But yeah. in my mind, they met at a Red Bull party. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just surprised it never was like, oh, I met this great guy last night, Corey, at blah, blah, blah. Like at Green Door. We can or... look it up for house cleaning for next time. because yeah. I mean, it may not say anywhere, but I'm just, I'm surprised in the show they didn't at some point say, or, or, I mean, obviously she met him when she wasn't being filmed, or we would have seen that. Right. It seems like they don't film Audrina a lot. No. Because she's frequently talking about places she goes and people she's run into and there's no cameras there. And her friends. Yeah. Audrina has a apparently huge posse of friends that have nothing to do with the show. Now, do we think that a lot of her friends were at the party? The Halloween party? I mean, there's tons of people there. We her didn't sister was. Well, I know, but I mean, out of the guests at that party, do you think they were, the, the percentage was more Lauren's friends or more Audrina's friends? To me, they looked more like Lauren's friends. Okay. Given how many ladybugs, butterflies, and bees I saw, that I feel like Audrina's crowd goes a little more goth than that, but... Oh, well, I feel like if it was Audrina's crowd, we would have seen a more... Yeah, like a lot of vampiras. Yeah. Um, a lot of, like... Like her sister vampires was... Vampires and lingerie. Yeah, exactly. Her sister was dressed as Little Red Riding Hood, but a vampy one. Yeah. She okay. looked pretty good, actually. She Casey, did look good. Casey's pretty. She is pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, they looked more like, I think Whitney brought a few friends with her. They looked sort of USC, California girls. For sure. Yeah. So I think they were Lauren and Whitney's friends probably. Was Whitney a bee? Maybe Whitney was She was a, a ladybug. Oh, she was a ladybug. Her and Jen were both, were both ladybugs. Were both ladybugs. Okay. Yeah. 
If only I'd ever gotten to be like a total hoe-looking costume on Halloween. I never did that. Why? I did not look that cute. I never had the opportunity to do that. Um, I hate to break it to you, but there's no statute of limitations on looking like a whore on Halloween. You can do it whenever. Well, I didn't know that at the age that I was at to do. I mean, I could do that you now. Do it right I now is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I didn't. I dressed like a whore at Christmas. <laughs> well, like we've said, you are the Heidi and I am the whore. <laughs> I'll probably wear a full length floral flapper gown before I wore something slutty. Um, so then we are out with Spencer and his new best friend, Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> and they are picking up the save the dates for Spencer and Heidi's wedding. Which means that we're six months away from the wedding. Yes. So at this point, it is apparently Halloween, although we know this is a little out of order. So they were looking to get married around April, which I think is actually their anniversary month. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. But their wedding is quite a while away. Well, in the Hills world, yeah. I mean, they throw this shit together pretty quick. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, if, it's, if a lot of these maybe episodes they kept only cover this, a week. Maybe they kept the same date and just did it a year later. Maybe. We'll have to... We'll have to come back to that. Um, or so, maybe they're sending them out a year in advance. No, because she wanted to get married quick, so it, it definitely wouldn't be a whole year off. Yeah, but there's no way that they cram a season and a half into six months. It's a year and six months. Before the wedding? Yeah. Maybe. We'll have to check. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me either way, actually, but... So they are thumbing through the pages of invitations and save the dates at this paper store. And Spencer says it's really coming together. They've got the date. They've got the church. They just need to find a place to have the party. And says, well, Heidi won't do Don Antonio's. Ha ha. Uh, real quick. I looked it up super fast. She married Spencer in 2009. Right. And we're in 2007, right? It's yeah. about to be 2008 in the show. Right. So it is yeah. a year and a half. year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so as they're talking about the party at Don Antonio's that Heidi won't have, Stephanie decides to clue Spencer in on everything that Heidi said about their fight and says, you really freaked her out. You left. She's not even 100% sure she wants to get married right now. And so Spencer freaks out, closes the invitation book and says, we're going to have to come back. Well, no, here's where things get really fucked up and stupid and weird. <clears throat> First of all, why Stephanie would choose to bring this up when they're picking up the save the dates is the dumbest thing ever. Yes. Um, secondly, hey, Spencer, I hate to break it to you, but if you've already ordered and they've printed your save the dates, you, you have, have to, to pay, pay for, for them, them. anyway. So you might as well just pick them up because you're already there. The order was complete. Yeah. It's not their fault if your wedding doesn't happen. Yeah. He's like, well, I should probably go talk to my future wife before I pay for these. And I'm like, well, what? Like you, sorry. I wonder if she ordered a bundle of samples of Save the Dates and wanted to see them or something. And that's why he just left them. I have no idea. Mm, I don't know either, but I feel like they were printed and done. Well, we know they have trouble paying bills now, so maybe they were a complete order. And Oh, see, I don't think they have trouble paying bills because they don't have money. I think they have trouble paying bills because they're They don't dumbs. remember. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> So he probably left that paper store and just never went back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I, we don't know what happened with the, uh, with the paper store and the save the dates. 
Um, but you missed my favorite line of the paper store. Which is? Which is when they're talking about the wedding and parties and dinners. And he says, well, she won't let me have the reception at Don Antonio's. I said that when you were looking at Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she won't do Don Antonio's. Yeah. Ha ha. That's what I said. So then we are on a sushi date with Audrina and Corey mm-hmm. at Katana. Uh-huh. Apparently, she comes here all the time. Of course she does. Well, it has twinkle lights in the back, so how could you... No, that's the, that's the place that Lauren and Brody go to. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. We have two twinkle light restaurants that's with Lauren yet to Correct. Come. Yeah. So anyway, we're on a sushi date with Audrina and Corey. And actually, I think they sort of have a sweet chemistry, but it's also sort of boring. It's very first date-ish. They're talking about Australia and... You know, surfing and snowboarding and... Well, here's where I'm confused because Lauren, later on in the episode, says that that Audrina and Corey have been on two dates. So does that mean the Halloween party was their first date? I think so. I think that's why Audrina was touched that he came. Oh, okay. And I wonder if the whole party went somewhere else. What do you mean? Like, when the party was over, did they all go to a club? Did they all go to another party? Oh, yeah. That would make perfect sense. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so you could count that as a date. So, I mean, that's not a real date. I mean, you don't really get to do a lot of talking, and it's not one-on-one. So this was, like, a first date then. Yeah. But it's, you know, they, they seem sweet with one another. What I'm saying is the conversation's a little surface level. Because it's still... They're not entirely comfortable with one another yet. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. So they're talking about um, going snowboarding this winter, because Corey's never been before, and Audrina hasn't been in a while, etc. Which I also thought in the rules of dating, like, good on you, Audrina, that it works. But on a, even a second date, you don't bring up plans for months later. No. That scares the guy right the fuck off. Yeah. Not Corey, apparently. Yeah, not Corey, apparently, but yeah. So he says, do you want to go out or do you want to go home? And they share this little coy smirk and we cut to break, but Audrina wants to go home. Well, he, when he says it, he also does a like little eyebrow, mm-hmm. like, mm, do you want to go? You want to go home? He also, like Brody, he has a very pretty smile. He does, yeah. If you just get rid of that goddamn lip ring. I know. It, do- it weights it down. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> but I would go home with Corey instead of going out. Oh, for sure. Lip ring included. Yeah, for sure. I'd just be mad about the lip ring. <clears throat> so then we're at Twinkly Christmas Light Restaurant number one with Lauren and Lo. And it's yeah. called Pan y Vino, which means bread and wine. Five Amaze. Points. Yeah. I, I wrote down the names of every <laughs> restaurant in this episode. Um, and Lauren says, Lo comments about how romantic the restaurant is. And Lauren says, yeah, I came here with Jason once. And I completely remember which episode it was because Lauren was wearing big python headband and that pink cardigan with the pearls. It was when they got back together. Yep. Um, and speaking of headbands, we can tell that Lauren for sure now has hair people for the show because she hasn't worn a headband in a long time. Yeah. And actually at this dinner, it almost looks like she has almost a proper updo kind yeah. of swept to the side. And I noticed whatever top she's wearing is lovely. Black spaghetti straps, but the spaghetti straps have ruffles down them. It's very pretty. She got very dressed up for this date with Lo. Well, I think that we're um, out of the headband period, which makes me kind of sad. Oh, no, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm ready to let it go. Oh, I'm we're not. in the long um, Alexander Wang scarf phase yes. now. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they start talking about Lauren and Brody, which is the theme of the episode. And Lowe says, he's more than your friend. I get where you guys are friends, but he is more than a friend. And Lauren doesn't disagree. And I, I think that's a fair way to say it. I mean, they 
I guess they've hooked up at least at some point and they were once more than friends at the very least. But I, were they? Because remember the whole thing when they're at the apartment and he's on the balcony and he goes to kiss her and we find out from the Us Weekly that like they right. were laughing because the kiss was so awkward and uncomfortable because there's nothing there. Like, but, I don't think they ever, ever have hooked up. I don't know. I don't. But maybe that's why he is more than a friend because you don't even fake hook up with a friend. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think he's a very good friend. I would say he's her best friend. Yeah. But maybe that's why the more than a friend comment is okay with me. And I also think it's very telling that Lowe never said, like, yeah, but he's your friend with benefits. Or he's your friend that you hook up with. Or I mean, none of those words were used. Oh, I don't think Lauren would let that be said. I don't think she'd let that be said on camera. I'm just saying. I also think it's because it didn't happen. It's probably both, but... Lauren never really says that about anybody for the rest of the series, ever. Well, she talks about hooking up with the British dude. That was season one or two. Two. I'm just saying. I think from here on out, she is done having romantic things on camera. Okay. She's making Brody happen for the sake of TV, but... Oh, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I think that Lo would have... If, there, if they had been hooking up, well, that would have said that full on. Like, oh, what do you mean you're just friends? You hooked up with them the other night. Or you don't sometimes sleep with your friends, Lauren. Or, you know, something that would have come up. Like, they're not. It's dumb. Who knows? But Lauren sort of agrees that he feels like more than a friend. And she says, they get into this conversation about how Lauren kind of wants Brody not to want to date other girls. But she won't ask him that. And Lowe says, well, maybe he's waiting for you to say something. And Lauren sort of says, he, he might be, but I'm not going to say that to him. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fake, fake. Yeah. But I get what she's saying. You know, you want a guy to only want to date you, but you're also not going to tell or ask him that. I get it. But in this case, it's not real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then we are at Heidi and Spencer's apartment. Oh, no, sorry. We're at the villa's. I missed a scene. And Audrina comes into the shot wearing the same hat, actually, I think, that Hilary Duff wore at the Young Hollywood party. Was Hilary Duff's blue? No, it was red. But it was that giant, chunky, cable-knit, like, beanie, beret. Yep. And Audrina's was bright blue. Yep. Yeah, it was it was jarring. I had a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gasped. Um... And she says that she had a really good time at dinner with Corey. He's very attentive. He's really a keeper. And then she says, well, I don't want to jinx it by saying he's a keeper. And they both knock on the table. Hee <laughs> hee. Well, and she also, they reiterated the Justin Bobby thing again and basically listed all the things that Justin Bobby was doing wrong. But he did. She was like, he paid attention to me. He listened to me. And he did it. And I'm like, just say it. Just like he's not Justin Bobby. Like, we get it. Yeah. Justin Bobby was a dick. Like, we get it. Yeah. So then Lauren says, did you kiss him? What type of kiss? Was it like? Like when you both lean in and when you both do this and you both do that. And Audrina just starts laughing and says, whatever, Lauren. <laughs> well, because obviously he was finger banging her under the table before she even left. She's the finger bang queen of LA. Yeah. Like she hasn't been finger banged in a while. Yeah. Like for sure. And if you mean, and if by kiss you mean sex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So then Lauren says, which actually cracked me up. She said, so he returns your calls, which Justin didn't. So he likes to kiss, which Justin didn't, and he also bathes, which Justin didn't. Upgrade. <laughs> she she spelled it all out then. Yeah, she did, finally. And I like that I wanted to be like, of course Justin didn't want to kiss you. You weren't his girlfriend, and he was not sexually attractive to you. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Although I did get a glimpse into what Justin probably smells like and I was a little scared. Oh, I bet he doesn't smell bad. I don't know. I can see Lauren is clearly uptight about that, but I bet he smells a little. No, I think she's basing that entirely on his look. Because I'm sorry, but you can't be a hairdresser and be like working over people and smell sweaty and gross. Like people would leave. They'd be That's like, true. fuck you. You're disgusting. And he's, his whole life is beauty products. Yeah. Shampoos, soaps. Like I also think Lauren likes her men to smell like guidos. So if someone just smells like... Noir. Yeah. Like yeah. she wants everyone to just smell like cologne or something really souped up. Whereas if a guy just smells normal, she probably thinks they smell. Yeah. I mean, he probably smells like cigarettes for sure. Right. I mean, I'll give her that. Maybe that's what she's referring to. But I don't think he smells like an unwashed person who hasn't bathed in days. Yeah, maybe she takes cologne as washed. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was the time period of Axe body spray. So I'm sure that everyone that Lauren came within 10 feet of that she was attracted to smelled like Axe body spray. And yeah. I can see Justin Bobby not smelling like Axe body spray, which is part of his appeal. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we are at Heidi and Spencer's apartment. And Heidi is sort of fake straightening up the living room. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> she was fluffing. just like basically <laughs> moving around three or four books and a candlestick. Like on the, the... It's like me picking up this water bottle and then setting it right back down. Yeah, it was yeah. very strange. <laughs> and Spencer is reading... Inside Delta Force. Inside Delta Force. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he's halfway through it. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Spencer doesn't do nothing. He reads. He reads. Yeah. So... Then Spencer waits until Heidi gets close by and they start talking about how he didn't pick up the save the dates because of what Stephanie told him. And Heidi is understandably upset. It wasn't Stephanie's to tell him, but also who would confide in someone's sister? You know, just putting that out there. And Heidi again shows some maturity and just says, I feel like you don't want this. Planning a wedding seems to be a nightmare for you and I don't want to force you to do it. So then I'm not sure where the fight or conversation transitions and they start talking about who has sacrificed more for the other person. Yes. And Spencer says, I'm here for you 24 seven. And Heidi said, I never asked you to be here for me 24 seven. No, he actually said, I'm here with you. Oh 24 seven. Yeah. yeah. Which is so very true. And she never, she never asked for that. No, she didn't. She's apparently the one who has a job. Uh, allegedly we haven't been to bold house in a while. I said, apparently. <laughs> so then he, I forget what she says, but then he does it back to her and she says, don't you mock me. Very scripted fight. Um, and then she says, don't you dare leave because he starts walking towards the door. Then he opens the door, walks through it, closes it. And Heidi, I believe throws the copy of inside Delta force yeah. at the door. Well, and she says, if you leave, don't come back. Yeah. Don't bother coming back. Right. Um, now, this fight was dumb on so many levels, and basically what it boiled down to was she felt like she was pressuring him into the big fancy wedding, and she felt bad about it. Meanwhile, he was pressuring her into getting married in the first place. Yeah. It was very stupid. But um, I did like the insight about how if they're, um, Lynn Spencer was like, I am with you 24-7, like, what else am I doing? Like, I'm... I'm always with you. We're always together. I'm like, you are. It's terrible. It's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. But he kind of implied that he, I, the only thing that was annoying is that she really did give up everything for him because she was kind of 
forced to. I'm not forced to. She chose to. But it was definitely ultimatum time when it came to that stuff. He pressured her about Lauren and that apartment. She didn't really pressure him to give up Brody. Anything. And he's acting like she did. He's like, I don't see my boys. I don't go out. I'm here with you 24-7. I don't do anything. That was your own choice, She dumb. asked you not to go out with playmates maybe a, over a year ago. Yeah, and that was She it. never told you to give up your friends. No. They gave you up. Yeah. Yeah. There is a difference. I'm with Heidi on that one. The other thing that I thought was interesting is they zoom out after Spencer leaves. The apartment is a mess. Why was she starting with the coffee table? There were, like, sweatshirts and, like, wet towels hanging off the back of the sofa. Um, probably because the camera crew was like, we're going to do a tight shot, so just keep, <laughs> like, this part under control and we're good still maybe it's like law and order acting like in law and order they're constantly in motion so they were like look just move some stuff around the table while you're talking yeah probably we have enough shots of you just sitting on the couch (laughs) yep so then in our final scene we are at twinkly restaurant number two called off vine and lauren and brody are having dinner and it, it is a pretty restaurant and lauren gets very excited there are twinkle lights even when it's not christmas Mm -hmm. so okay um, and they have a brief conversation about Audrina and Justin and Lauren says, no, they're done this time. And Brody says, whatever, I'll believe it when I see it. Fair. And Lauren says, no, 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 they're, they're done. You know, sometimes when you really like a guy, they're just not good for you. And Brody asks, well, who is that for you? And she just makes eyes at him and he sort of chuckles. He looks very, very handsome. He does. His, yeah. his smile can really light up a television it really can he's wearing a backwards hat over the shaved head which a backwards leather baseball cap yeah not not the biggest fan of that but his his scruff is looking perfect he also has a really big ugly like silver ring on one of his middle fingers now that i'm not liking either but it's all in that smile in the face for me so i'm okay with the other, i can overlook the other things um, <laughs> so they get into a conversation about how brody just Basically loves his ladies. Oh, and that's why Max on girls. Yes, is what he says. Do people still say that? That's not a thing anymore, is it? Not I'm, like I would know. I feel like that's very of the time. Right. Well, we know they say that from Jen Bunny's twenty first birthday. Yeah. Once macking ASAP. Um. So Brody tries to deny it, and Lauren says, "Well, let me see your phone." And this is one of the greatest Lauren and Brody moments Ever. in all of Hill's history. So good. It is so funny. I could have watched it twice. Yeah. I genuinely love it. So Lauren opens his contacts and starts scrolling through. And she says, Alex, Alex, Allie, Amy, 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 Ashley. And she gets to the B's and she says, Bridget Wannaba. Oh, Bridget Wannabang. Brittany Miami. Brittany Call Her. Brittany Canada Whore. <laughs> So Brody says, those are old contacts. Like, I just got a new phone, and I I got that program. It it moved, like, all my contacts into the new phone. Lauren says, oh, so Brittany Canada whore won't be getting a call anytime soon? (laughs) So good. And he says, those girls mean nothing. And there's a long kind of awkward pause. And Lauren says, well, I can't tell you what to do. And she says, what do, what do you want me to tell you? And he just kind of smiles and says, nothing. Because <laughs> their relationship is nothing. I know. <laughs> um, I did think it was really funny at the time that it really just goes to show you how things have changed so much in 10 years that you did used to have to like re-input your, all your contacts manually. Yep. And couldn't just magically transfer them. Nope. 
And also, she reads off so many names. All girls' names, yeah. Yeah. I did a pretty good job of reiterating it, but it's even better watching... Oh, we only got to the B's. Yeah. Well, and she skipped B's because she went from Ashley all the way to Bridget. I'm sure there was Becca and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were definitely other B's in there. But it's an adorable scene between the two of them, and I think that it does prove that they're just friends just because of how they interact with one another. That's something that a girlfriend would do to a guy friend, like shame him about how many chicks he has in his phone. Oh, totally. Yeah. Birdie's just so cute. Kick it over it. Shaved head or not? Um, yeah, I like him both ways, but yeah. I still, I, he's pretty dreamy with a, with a curl. And I, I don't like long hair on a guy, but it look, works for him. Something to grab onto. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's where we end. That is it. Um, then we have some scenes from next week, and the scenes from next week are... Which they are calling the season finale. Which is interesting because it's more of like the half season finale because the season has what, 29 episodes? 28? 28. 28. Um, so 18, I guess, is the mid-season finale. Yeah. And then we'll have part two of season three. Yeah. Because I think there was a few months in between. Yes, we looked it up. And yeah. There was. So. Yep. But I don't know why they just didn't make this the end of season three and make the next episode the beginning of season four. It's I weird, don't know. But I don't know that either. Maybe um, because of how they edited the crap out of it. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so our so for our final scene, I mean for the next week we have a more Heidi and Spencer wedding drama. Dun dun dun. Um, then we get, um, a little more dumb Elsie and Brody drama that's pointless, but the real pointless exciting thing is we get a little Paris Redoux. Yes. And, um, Whitney, it seems, has been asked to go back to Paris again for the second time, and Lauren is lamenting the fact that she made one of the biggest mistakes of her life and probably will never be asked to go to Paris ever. Yep. Yeah, so that's it, you guys. Stay tuned. Um, So we will see you next week for the season three mid-season finale. (sighs) And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram, and Twitter at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyIt'sMareB. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time.